Hi everybody! In December 2020, Apple made a critical announcement that is going to change the landscape of digital media forever. This announcement is so powerful that it shook the very foundations of a trillion dollar company like Facebook. As a result, Facebook even came out with a special marketing campaign to openly oppose Apple. And this move is not just going to affect Facebook, but every single business, every single brand and every single creator who is dependent on digital advertisement. This policy, ladies and gentlemen, is what Apple calls the App Tracking Transparency Framework, which rolled out on 26th of April 2021. And just like any other critical change, if you understand this critical situation properly, you can use this as an amazing opportunity to beat your competition. So the question is, what exactly is this ATD framework? How is this a direct attack on Facebook? And most importantly, as entrepreneurs in the digital world, how can you use this to beat your competition? This video is brought to you by Cryo, but more on this at the end of the video. The first thing that you need to understand is how do Facebook ads work in the first place? So here's an oversimplified explanation of the same. The first phase of this process could be called as user and advertiser profiling. So every time you use Facebook or Instagram, based on the contents you engage with, the Facebook algorithm determines your areas of interest. For example, if you're a girl who's 21, who's about to graduate and is applying for jobs, naturally, you will engage with job-related contents like resume building, interview hacks, etc. So based on this interaction of yours, Facebook will maintain a user profile, wherein Facebook will note that your interest lies in job-related contents. Similarly, Facebook will also track other activity of yours and keep a note of the things that you love. For example, it will note that Simran likes jeans, sneakers and organic food products. At the same time, on the other side, the second stakeholders of Facebook come in who are advertisers. So every time someone wants to post a Facebook ad, the digital marketer of that company has to tell Facebook as to who could be their potential customer. And this data includes the interest, age, location and other demographic factors. This is how a cluster of advertisers come to Facebook to advertise their product. Let's say one of them is ThinkSchool. ThinkSchool has a course called the Resume Masterclass, which teaches you a step-by-step -step procedure to design a classic resume that helps you to stand out from the rest of the crowd. So during the placement season, ThinkSchool's marketer will tell Facebook that their ideal customers lie between the age group of 20 to 25. Apart from that, they must have graduated from an engineering college or an MBA college. The location of these students would be given as Pune, Mumbai, Bangalore and other major cities. And this is when the second phase starts, which is targeting. In this phase, Facebook will start showing you multiple ads according to your interest. So in this case, it will show you a denim jeans ad, a big basket ad showing organic food delivery, and a video ad of ThinkSchool, which gives you a free ebook and explains about the latest resume course that we have. Now, after showing you all these ads, Facebook will start monitoring your engagement with these ads to try and understand which one of these products are you more likely to buy. So if you end up watching a 3 minutes Think School ad and you also end up downloading the free ebook, Facebook will understand that in this given point in time, you are more likely to become a Think School student as compared to becoming a big basket customer. Therefore, using engagement parameters like likes, comments, shares and watch time, Facebook determines the interest of the audience. And then comes the third phase and that is retargeting and conversion. This is where multiple resume and interview related ads are shown to you such that you can choose which company to engage with. For example, 
you will get the ad for the same course from a company that sells the course at a higher price or some company that gives you interview advices specifically for technical interview. This way, based on multiple permutations and combinations, Facebook will try to judge your interest and show you relevant ads. This is how users get various options to choose from such that you can engage with a company that suits your requirements. This is the basics of Facebook advertising. So to put that straight, the entire process could be summarized in three discrete steps. The first step is user and advertiser profiling. The second step is targeting and the third step is retargeting and conversion. This is how until now Facebook's extraordinary algorithm has used user data because of which it has brought a revolution in digital marketing. And the insane precision of Facebook's algorithm is the reason why in 2020 alone, Facebook made $29 billion merely through digital ads. But this is where Apple's privacy policy comes in, which is a direct attack on Facebook. So the question is, how is Apple's privacy policy going to disturb this system? Well, as it turns out, Apple's attack comes over here in user profiling, which forms the very basis of Facebook advertising. Here's where Apple will no longer allow Facebook to track activities of its users and instead it will ask the users for permission whether or not to allow activity tracking. Now considering the fact that Facebook has such a terrible reputation, it is expected that very few people will allow tracking of their activity. Therefore, user profiling is going to become extremely difficult. As a result, targeting will become extremely difficult. Eventually, the conversion rates for Apple users is going to drop down. This applies to almost 1 billion iPhone users all across the world. So as an advertiser, if you are able to convert one customer for 500 rupees, the same cost to convert an iPhone user might even shoot up to 1000 rupees. And as Facebook stated, this insane rise in customer acquisition cost might make it very difficult for small businesses to grow. And not just that, even brands that have built a solid foundation with a digital only approach are also going to face a very tough time. And this is not just restricted to Facebook, but even other platforms like Google and LinkedIn. This is the implication of Apple's app tracking framework. And this massive change, ladies and gentlemen, is going to bring in the second wave in the digital media revolution. So the question is, how is this going to change the paradigms of digital media? And most importantly, if you're a businessman or an entrepreneur, what exactly are you supposed to do in order to turn this crisis into an opportunity? Number one, in this second wave of digital media, every other brand has to become a media company that creates content for itself. And this applies to all brands, whether they sell milk or t-shirts. Why? Because when brands start creating content, they will gather an audience that will automatically become their customers. Therefore, dependency on ads will decrease by a large extent. Number two, the content that you create as a brand doesn't necessarily have to sell your product but has to cater to the interest of your potential customers. A classic example of the same is Beoko.com's Instagram handle. Beoko.com is a t-shirt company that by default wants to cater to the audience that loves clever humor. So they have used memes in order to gather 1.6 million followers on Instagram. And eventually, they use this massive reach to present their latest t-shirt designs, eventually driving organic sales. So right now, there are two types of t-shirt companies. The ones that are heavily dependent on ads and the other is a creator like Beoku.com that has two pipelines. One is the organic pipeline and the second is the ads pipeline. Similarly, even FinShots has gathered a wonderful audience through their podcast with the ultimate goal of selling insurance. Number three, 
creator economy is going to get another push due to this policy. Why? Because by creating content and catering to an audience, the creators by default become direct links to huge clusters of audience. And lastly, digital marketers who excel in Apple ads are going to get another extra edge with high ticket clients. Now an important point to be noted over here is that this is neither the first nor the last policy that is focusing on privacy. And as we keep going ahead, we could expect another policy from Google or Amazon that is going to roll out similar features that could change the landscape of digital marketing. And this brings me to the most important part of the episode and that is, in this ever-changing digital landscape, what are the most important and timeless marketing principles that we need to abide by in order to excel in the market? And these lessons, by the way, also form the very foundations of ThinkSchool. Before we move on, I want to thank our partners of today's episode and that is Cryo. Cryo is world's leading project-driven platform to learn the latest software development skills that could land you a top developer job in the industry. Unlike usual courses available on the internet, at Cryo, you can learn full-stack or back-end development by building professional internship-grade projects in a practical developer environment. At the end of your program, you will walk away with multiple projects in your resume, real-world experiences in key developer skills, and a fantastic GitHub portfolio that will impress any recruiter. Along with that, you also get personalized career assistance to land your dream job in software development. The best part is that their fellowship program comes with guaranteed placement for those who join the program. So if you want to land an amazing job as a software developer, use the special link in the description to book a free trial with Cryo and get a 10% additional ThinkSchool discount for their signature programs. Moving on to the lessons, there are three very, very important pointers that you need to keep in mind if you want to excel in this ever-changing digital landscape. Number one, please read this book called Hooked, which talks about the timeless lessons on customer retention. And always remember, regardless of what type of brand you are, regardless of which platform you use, only when you have a solid foundation for customer retention and engagement should you overspend on inorganic digital ads. And if you're doing it right now, now would be the best time to start acting on content creation before Google brings out another policy. Number two, internet penetration in India is accelerating at a pace that has never been seen before. Which means what? Brands don't just need to create content, but also need to build multiple audiences with regional content. And if you don't want to cater to a regional audience, you need to build a digital omni-channel approach in order to reach your audience. And this means providing high-quality value in multiple platforms and not just one. A classic example of the same is Nike, which has a magazine, an Instagram handle, 3055 influencers and even a wonderful YouTube channel that caters to the interest of their audience. This is also one of the reasons why you will see brands like Economic Times, TED and even Money Control Pro starting a podcast to build an audience eventually to turn them into customers. And last and most importantly, please read this book called Contagious to understand the fundamentals of marketing that will never change regardless of these policies, regardless of the medium of propagation. Because always remember, digital media might change, ad formats might change, but the one thing that will never change is consumer psychology. Why? Because human behavior will always remain the same. So never ever lose sight on human-centered design. And I'm 100% sure that you'll be able to succeed regardless of the changing landscapes of digital media. That's all from my side for today, guys. If you learned something valuable, please make sure to hit the like button in order to make YouTube Baba happy. And for more such insightful business and political case studies, please subscribe to our channel. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.